Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Nobody Panic. It's a podcast where we, Stevie and Tessa, like to learn how to do things. Hey, Tessa, how are you doing? Hey, Stevie, let me tell you, I'm hot. I'm absolutely hot. We are recording this. Who's to say when you're listening? But it is in the heat wave. <laughs> Who's to say what temperature you are? But we are hot. <laughs> yes, it's like two melted candles doing a podcast. I have cracked out my tits. No, my tits are out. They're actually put away. They are, very much Would you concur? But I am wearing a linen smock that is a complete triangular trapeze. In the summer, I just like to crack out my sort of Amish wear, a woman of the fields, massive pockets to put all my foraged garlic bulbs in or whatever I'm doing out. My bushels of wheat. A completely shapeless linen smock is very much my jam. And it's their time. I love that so much. I was wearing a vest and then I got upset at the amount of boob that was out. So I went and got changed into a t-shirt. That's bad, isn't it? Just live your life. Well, do you feel happy in your t-shirt? Yeah. (laughs) Then it's not bad. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack, isn't there? Just be in a vest, Stevie. Be in a vest. vest. Live your vest life. Have have your bod out. Live your vest life. I just felt... That was very good. That Thank was very you. good. Thank, Thank you. you. Sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry for not acknowledging that. Thank it's you. too hot. I'm too, too hot, hot to acknowledge great gags. Also, to be clear, we mean sexy. <laughs> I'm not. Look, today's episode is about how to not be intimidated by people. We got an email from... Maybe let's keep it anonymous in case it's a workplace situation. Yes, Who's that's a good say? point. There is an actual name at the end of it, so hello, actual name. But the email reads, thus, hi, Tessa and Stevie. Hello. Thanks for doing such a great podcast. I listen every week. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Something I'd really love you to do a podcast episode on is how to stop feeling intimidated by people. It's an issue I've had for a long time, particularly when speaking to someone of a high authority. I guess like the king. Mm. I feel like it's something which everyone experiences and deals with differently, but I'd love to hear your advice and tips on how to manage the feeling of intimidation. Thanks very much. The name I won't say. So yeah, this is a really good one. We haven't done something like this before. And when I read about it, I, you immediately go like, oh, high authority, the police, the mm. king. But then also you can be intimidated by just sort of casual people in your friendship circle as well. And you, there's, I, feel, I feel like in, often in friendship groups, there will be somebody, everyone's like, when, when like someone makes a joke, that's who they look at. Because they're like, if they laugh, 
Like, oh, we've got mm, you know the I mean? alpha. The alpha. And often that's very clear in like male friendship groups or it's talked about more, but it happens in female friendship groups as well or mixed friendship groups. It's a really good one. And I was thinking to myself, like, I don't know how often I am intimidated by people because you do think, how often do I meet the police, you know, or someone that you're like, oh, hello. And I was like, what am I talking about? I'm intimidated every day. I saw some teenagers by the river, terrified. I am absolutely terrified by groups of school children. School I lose children. my mind. Yeah, ter- I'm terrified. The thought of a cool gang of lads in the park, they, uh, they're kicking a ball, the ball comes to you. Uh, 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 uh. No. I'd eat the ball. <laughs> I pick the ball up and I run. I-, I have to kick the ball back now in front of all these lads, even though they don't give a shit. And you, they just say like, thank you. And then like take their ball back. The worst case is you like kick it into a tree and they go, hey, and then you just go, oh, ha ha. And then you move on with your day. And then you move but on like, with your day, but you don't move on with your day. You dwell no. on that interaction for the next 10 to 12 years every yes. day. And also I think a nice thing to think is you've probably been in a big group where you were the intimidating party, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Never. I've never been in a big group. I don't think I I have been either. I always always socialise solo. I'm always so worried that someone's going to shout something at me and I won't know what to say. Yeah. To the extent where I was going for, I was on a, like, look, it was a year ago and I went for a run, a single run. And there was a group of um, young lads and one of them said, nice shorts. And I told him to fuck off. Because <laughs> I was so ready for them to say something horrible. Yeah. And I ran so quickly, I couldn't be like, oh, sorry, I thought we were trying to... And I couldn't speak. So I just was like, imagine that as an interaction. You're just like, nice shorts, fuck off. Oh, well, that's not very... What? I, it's very, I felt so bad. Yeah. We'll get to our adult things in a second, then we'll plunge into this properly. And we'll plunge we are, in. We are very much already touching on the topic that if you're intimidated by somebody it's very much about what you're bringing Mm, to the table. mm, mm. I have come to the conclusion, and I don't care if this is true or not, it makes me feel happy, that if you see a group of like young, like young Gen Z, or the one before, babies. Babies. (laughs) And they're all looking cool in their clothes that we used to wear when we were at school, so I can't wear it because it's the Y2K fashion has come back around and it's upsetting to me. I believe that if you're over 30, you are fully invisible to those people. Oh, 100%. They just see you as like, oh, you're just like an adult person. You might as well be like somebody's mum. You're just like... (laughs) Yes, yeah. You're an absolute grey blur. Here I am, talking about those teenagers on a podcast... At length, and those kids—if I'd been like killed, and they had to, a police had to come right, but like, did you see this woman? They'd be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> be no like, I remember those like mist. Yeah, they're like we have her on CCTV, literally walking past you and looking at you, quite, going quite slowly, and then like running past <laughs> in case you said something mean about her outfit. And they're like, I didn't see her. You know, like I didn't see her. And so, like, that's the thing. It is as with so many things, intimidation is one thousand percent in your own head. Yeah, unless, of course, there's someone. There's the very odd moment where someone literally does try and intimidate you, and you'll know when that's happening because it's it feels so strange. You're like, oh my god, Mm. I'm being pushed around. Yeah, and then then you sort of lose your mind. So I suppose we'll like deal with the Mm. you're bringing it to the table, and then we'll deal with the table has come over to you and is telling you to do something you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Before we do, though, let's discuss our adult things. What is the most adult thing you've done this week, Tessa, to make us all feel good about ourselves? Mine is that in heatwave preparation, my legs are out and I intend them to be out for the duration of the summer. Mm -hmm. And not only that, I have, rather than hoping and praying that these sort of alabaster bottom of the Mariana Trench white white legs will just tan themselves with a few minutes in the sun 
I just got out ahead of the situation and Sally Hansened the shit out of them. Uh, Sally Hansen, for everybody listening, is a sort of spray, fake tan. What are you laughing at? <laughs> it's one of... I, now, please do tweet us if I'm wrong in this. It's one of the more sort of interesting... Like, oh, you've gone for Sally Hansen. Like, there's a lot of good sort of tanning products. I only know Sally Hansen. And Sally Hansen feels like it's like foundation for your legs. It sort of rubs off that. on everything. I love... Yeah. I don't, it doesn't rub off, but I just like okay. that it's like... Listen... Okay, once at university, I went as the artist formerly known as Jordan. Oh, yeah. I went as Katie Price hmm. to a fancy dress party. And I tended to do fake tan. And I've got one of those accumulator tans. And I absolutely covered myself in the stuff. And I was like, this has done nothing. And over the course of the party, <laughs> I just became darker and darker. I had to leave the party. Until I was like, this is a racial issue and I need to leave the party. <laughs> I need to leave the party. <laughs> Therefore, I only work with what what I can see is what it is, you know? I understand that. I've done it. It's there. Famously, when I was very unemployed and living at home, my mother once said to me, if you never find a job, you could always be an extra on CSI as a body double for those bodies in the morgue. Thank you, Mother. Thank, Thank you. you. What's your adult thing, Stevie? I nearly got scammed, but pulled back <gasps> at the last minute. Oh, yes. Tell us about it. A while back, I got scammed out of 60 quid AirPods on Depop because I someone was literally like, I'm a criminal and I would like <laughs> you to remove all buyer protection and I need the money immediately. And I said, yes. And then they disappeared. Anyway, so I got a, a text from uh, some mobile numbers. <laughs> Brilliant. Already, when I re- recount it, what was I doing? A text from uh, just a mobile number. It literally says, post office, yeah. colon, oh, hi God. there. We oh, tried to deliver God. your parcel, but, but was unsuccessful. Oh, Please God. visit postoffice-parcelhelp.com for more information. So this is this morning, and I've got a present for my dad's 60th that is happening in like a couple of days. I was well, like, that's what it's... they rely on. The assumption that I also have received the post office one. Okay. And I replied... Nice try, you bellends. Oh, see, I, I gave them all my details. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not okay. joking. Yeah, yeah, so what happened was... <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. So, so now I'm looking at it. If, they, if, it, if it's just an 07 number and it says <laughs> post office at the start... They've typed the word post office. I don't think it's the post office. But I was like, oh, it's the post office. So oh, I, God. there was a problem with a parcel that was that Royal Mail were delivering. Mm. And I was trying to get a hold of uh, somebody. And they were like, you've got to contact the sender. And they were like, you've got to contact the Royal Mail. Then I got this text. And I was like, oh, it's that. So then I went, went onto the link. Thankfully, I only typed in, I mean, I went through three different screens. I typed in my name, my birth date. Then I went up in my mobile number and it said like, please provide a valid phone number. And I was like, that literally is my phone number. And then suddenly I was like, hang on, let me just, oh, it says post office. Oh, it's no seven number. Oh, I was like, well ah! And also in a way I was intimidated by their authority. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Yes, exactly. You were intimidated and you assumed that you didn't know what you were doing. And therefore a figure of authority was like, okay, like, okay, I mean, fine. It's literally, I mean, I'm sorry, I know you want to go the other way around on this, but I was just thinking there's literally mm. so many, like the, the Stanford prison experiment, like all the these... The Milgram ex- experiment. All of these things. The Milgram experiment is like a man in a white coat asks you to electrocute a stranger. 
And, <laughs> and so many people did and it. And people did it because the man in the white coat, when they said, but that person, you, you couldn't see the person and they were screaming on the other side of the wall and then the screaming stopped. And so that you had nothing to assume but that they were literally dead and you people continued to electrocute them because the man with the white coat said, please carry on. Mm. Your brain would just be on absolute blind following because that we're, yeah. we're, that's exactly how we're programmed. We, we follow the leader, you know? Someone looks like they've got a plan, let's fucking go. I find that the stories about police brutality and abu- abuse of power in government, mm-hmm. things like that, they kind of make you feel very destabilised because you're like, but they're the people that are supposed to be looking after us. So mm-hmm. if, if you feel like that one way, then the other way, that shows just how much you do, even though you know all these stories and you know that people are people and you know that the systems aren't perfect, you do just look to a person, anyone in uniform, an environmental, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, literally anybody. I'd be like, please, can you help? Like, at all. (laughs) My mum once got for herself from a car boot, so a massive waterproof coat, a big men's waterproof coat. Very good quality, she kept saying. Yes. (laughs) It was also completely high-vis. It was a full (laughs) high-vis massive coat with a hood. And she wore it, like, one winter to, I don't know, a festival or something, wherever, and, and, like... (laughs) People just kept ushering her places, asking her questions, asking when things were. She was just like telling people. <laughs> and it's like, and then after a while she was like, oh my God, it's the coat. Like, people just assume, like, people are like, oh, there's a coat. That person will know what to do. That also works the, the other way around. So whenever I see a policeman, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm, and the, all the fact that I've, I've never had drugs on me in my life. I'm like, yeah. what if there's drugs at my ass? What if there's drugs at my time? <laughs> Why is that the thing? I remember we went to a festival and my friend did have drugs and that was that was his prerogative and he saw a he was like the sniffer dogs and then he shoved the drugs in a bag up his butthole and then we saw the dog and it was literally like a Jack Russell it was just someone's dog and now he'd put everyone's drugs for the festival up his bum hole (laughs) so that's a really good example of of being intimidated by authority if that and he wasn't also very clear we just arrived he was not on drugs or drunk okay if I may summarize this podcast in a nutshell (laughs) it is If you allow other people to intimidate you with no good reason, you are a man with everyone's drugs up your arsehole. (laughs) That is is literally it. In any situation, if you extrapolate the thing too far and you think, oh, everyone's better than me or those are the police or that's the sniffer dog or I'm a little shit and everyone else is better than me in this board meeting, you are just shoving life's drugs up your arsehole. (laughs) And there is no reason to do it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. So I was really, really thinking about this, about me, that I was thinking, I don't actually, in my professional working life, feel that intimidated that often. And then I was thinking, that's not uh, me being good about it. That's actually because I don't know who anyone is. (laughs) And I was thinking there have been so many times where we're not endlessly, but we have both met very interesting, famous, powerful people, like producers or what Mm. have you. And someone will come up and say hi or be chatting, whatever. And then they'll leave the group and I'll think, that was a nice man. And everyone will be like, that was... (laughs) Richard Curtis. Yeah, famously it was once Richard Curtis. And I was just like, what a nice man. So often we'll meet people and I just don't know who anybody is and therefore I'm not intimidated by them because to me they're just people. And that is a surreal catch-22. It's not a helpful piece of advice for me to be like, if you could have some face blindness, that will really do it for you. I think it does help because I think one of the problems of feeling intimidated by people is that we tend to put and fill in the gaps Mm. on other people Mm. before they've even done anything or said anything. So if somebody... For example, my friend recently went into a read-through with like Idris Elba and didn't expect him to be there. I was obviously just losing her mind throughout mm. the entire thing and was fascinated by the fact that whatever room he walks into, every single person is like, that's Idris Elba. Like, you yeah. can't just casually sit down anywhere in any situation. If he could hear and everyone's in a monologue... And it's so strange. And no, none of these people know him. Like you end up being like, oh, okay, so you kind of fill in gaps of he's powerful. I wouldn't know what to say to him. He's a famous person. He probably knows loads of, fa- of famous people. I'm a little flea in comparison. What am I supposed to say to Israel? But, oh, hey, loved you in Luther. Everyone says that. Rubbish. Like, hey, hated you in Luther. Curveball. Very, yes, exactly. Will, will he like that? No. So it, I think you bring a lot to it. And you fill in the gap, you put a lot on Mm. other people and then you allow them to intimidate you when they've actually often not done something. Crucially, not done anything. They've not done anything. So if you're thinking, if there's someone you have in mind and you're like, oh, at work, my boss or my line manager or just like another colleague or a friend in a group that you just feel intimidated by, the first thing is to think, what have they actually specifically done to intimidate you? If it is behavioural to, to you and they've actually fully like alpha intimidated you that's one thing but if, if they just like you perceive them to be more intelligent say or you perceive them to be richer or you perceive them to be beautiful or because we are intimidated by people who are attractive as well mm. that's something then you know like oh like I remember there was this girl who I worked with who I just like didn't speak to for ages because she looked like a model and I was like I, she's, I can't like what like she's just lovely girl but she was just like she just looked so beautiful i was like i can't possibly talk to her because what what will i say what will she be interested in me a peasant yeah a peasant she'll, rat she'll she'll just vomit when i speak to her and also as well like when i actually asked myself like why because i think someone else was like oh my god i'll insert name she's so cool and she did this thing they, they were out drinking and she'd done this like funny thing or she like fallen she did something fun and i was like that sounds fun and i was like why did I think she wasn't fun? And then I, and then I couldn't answer that. I literally couldn't answer other than 
she's fit. That's all mm. I could think of. And there was nothing more than that. And then that's just our brains being like, that. your, your brain's just behaving then, isn't it? It's just behaving. And you're like following being like, uh, why? Why have you done that? Things are more nuanced than that, brain. Yeah, but they, I suppose they just ain't more nuanced. We're all just like, you're the alpha. I'm the beta. The beta needs nothing from me. But also, the, the the thing is irrelevant. That not to be like the beta can't bring anything, but like you don't have to decide who's the alpha and who's the beta. You can both be. No. Everyone could be the alpha. And also, everyone does bring something. That's the thing. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Is often if you if you find yourself often intimidated by lots of people all the time, it's very like like we say, it's coming from you and you feeling consistently. You always putting yourself second, third, fourth, fifth in the pecking order, in, in an imaginary pecking order. That like, look, might exist in some senses, you know, someone may be more rich and more powerful and have a higher status than you in the room. Fine. That doesn't mean that you're like seventh in the pecking order because you can still offer stuff. That's just objective, like, oh, they earn more money. That's, that doesn't mean that they are intimidating. That just means that's like a separate fact. You can extrapolate those two things and be like, mm. cool, but we get on. I spoke to them and, and they're really nice. Like, oh, we have this in common. And finding something in common with somebody that you're intimidated by is often the thing that will explode that intimidation especially if it's like a friend or as a person in a group of friends who you're like god they're so cool because they're so quiet and then it's like well it's because often quiet people can be quite intimidating can't they i've got a friend who like like she doesn't really laugh very much but when she does she really laughs everyone's always like now you can just see everyone just being like she laughed you know and it's like right can everyone just chill out but then i find myself doing that no okay Uh, the times that it's happened to me i have absolutely like sort of left my body and just been like watching myself from above being like what the hell are you doing you that's it you know that's Ild- that's idris elba yeah i've never met idris elba but that's the equivalent you know you stared into john malkovich's eyes we won't go into it into- but <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure and you know. also he did intimidate you so <laughs> <laughs> yeah john uh, but like i think if you're current you're like okay this is very helpful it's all on me. I get it. Nobody can intimidate me without my permission. This is on me. I'm doing all of this. Okay, but it's happening. What can I actually do about it? Yes. If you've left your body, you're thinking, oh my God, here are all these people. I'm feeling so intimidated. I'm just having a heat map that's just saying, this, that's a Giselba, that's a Giselba. Or I'm just thinking, I'm so aware of my own elbows. I'm just feeling like a little piece of shit in this room of all these cool people. Be like, okay, take some big breaths, try and bring yourself back into your body. Be like, what use are you possibly, if you're just like floating above yourself, watching yourself, no use to anybody. Mm. Can you think of a time in the past where you were intimidated, however long ago, by somebody who you then met and were like, oh, you're actually really fun. Oh, what a waste that was being intimidated. Oh, remember when I was absolutely intimidated by that girl when I was in year four and she was in year six? Oh, that was a 10 year old. (laughs) Maybe that was that was a waste, you know, like, yeah, be like, okay, here is all this past evidence that intimidation is a waste. Can I try and bring that to the current situation and be like, I think in the future, I'll look back on this and be like, this was a waste. Like, it's not any help. They're just a person. And if you met them and you didn't know they were powerful, you'd be like, oh, that's a man oh, that's a lady. Or like, that's, she's got long hair. He's got no hair. You just, you just 
You would just take... into what Tessa thinks when she looks at people. <laughs> that's all I've got to go on. Like that's that's the sort of you just take them at face value and be like, oh, they were funny, or like they were interesting, or like they had a funny story about some grapes, or like you just would meet people on their own terms. There's no reason for you to bring all the baggage with a person, you know? Yes. People say a lot about the like, imagine they're naked, or like imagine them shitting themselves or something. You know? <laughs> I don't know if that's helpful necessarily, mm, yeah. but I think if it, if it does help you, then then go for it. Of like, it, I think it's less to be like, ha how they shot themselves and more to be like oh they're just a person with their own stuff going on and right now you've decided the hierarchy in this room but like they've been in rooms where they were the bottom of the hierarchy and everyone's just trying to get by don't put yourself lower than you have to what's the point you know yes and also as well like i found with so say that's like good for work situations but say so i went to a party the other day just like and it was a very small kind of party and it, i knew the person whose birthday it was but i don't really know very well his friends and they all know each other very well and i always go and i always feel like i don't fit in and everyone's like a part of this group and they all kind of do the same sort of thing and I don't really do that either and like it's all this kind of and I but but I really like him and and so I was like I'm gonna go and I'm just going to act behave and treat them like I would if we we were already friends and I hate the phrase but by leaning in in Mm. that way immediately they responded in a way that they didn't when I was stood in the corner of the room being like I don't know what say I'm just going to have another drink and then I'll go home early like I was like no I'm gonna I'm going to have fun with these people and Mm -hmm. I think when there's somebody at work or a colleague or whatever that that also can still work where it's like okay find an equivalent person that you have no problems with and just lean into this person that you're intimidated by don't hold back don't shrink take a step towards them and see what happens because what you'll likely find is when you take a step towards somebody they then take a step towards you and bang you're not there's no intimidation anymore bang Mm. you're banging you're banging and 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 there's no intimidation the more kind of like signals you're sending out to them that you don't want to interact with them and and that people aren't going to go it's because she's intimidated by me and that taking a step forward isn't to say like try and wow them with your hilarious story like you don't need to impress them you're just taking a step forward and being like oh i'm be be friendly (laughs) i'm as deserving of meeting you as an equal i don't need to be sort of subservient and Mm. show my sort of like oh don't mind don't mind me you know yes hey do mind me and and posture is really important with that i do have a friend who clearly is very intimidated by many things i think basically often will be somewhere and she'll be there and she's so she makes herself so small and so like camouflaged that often sometimes i don't see that she's there (laughs) and i have to be like come on come in like get is it me no (laughs) in that absolutely not and i always want to say to her like genuinely if you just stood with your shoulders back that would make such a huge difference you because you are it becomes a, a cycle where you are creating you are putting literally putting yourself lower and making yourself look intimidated and small mm. and like you don't want to be there and like you're frightened to talk to anyone so you don't really want to talk to anyone. So then people will not be receptive towards you and then then that confirms your feeling, oh my God, yes, see, look, they are better than me because no one wants, no, no one spoke to me or they didn't look at me. It's like, no, but you're not making eye contact. We've got an episode about how to be more confident and it's all about like blagging. Like you've got to act at least start with the things that you can control your body try and make your you know, look like you are meant to be in that room and then 
you know, however, a, a large percentage, I haven't looked it up, of people's per- perception of you is visual. So just, you know, don't wilt and curl into a little ball and not like, you know, sit tall, stand tall, look at people in the eye when they're talking, when you're talking to them as hard as it, as it is. And then kind of you you will find yourself more able to not be intimidated. It's not a great sentence, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. It's just a hundred, exactly. It's just about faking it till you make it. Be like, oh, I've made all this up. It's entirely inside me. I just need to look right. If I may just end by talking about Dracula. I think it's about time you did. <laughs> Everybody's been chanting, desperate for it. Um, are you the Dracula or are you Igor? If I was like, do an impression of Dracula, you would be like very tall you'd maybe have a cape you'd be stood up i think igor is dracula's servant and i think he's made of bits of other people i think that too and he also a powerful surgeon in his own right he's able to build other bits of body and he has a bit of a lisp and he think he drag he's very small and he drag if you're going to do an impression of igor you'd be like master like that's how igor talks Right. right yeah are you Dracula or are you Igor? Like the physicality of them is so clear and they're like, this one's the master and this one is the servant. And I'm saying how many of us go into a situation and we are immediately Igor or mm. Igor or however he chooses to pronounce his name and we're immediately, we're low. We're like, does, do, does anyone need anything from me? I'll just be over here in the shadows, not being a bother, being all hunched, waiting till somebody needs me. They're like, mm. no, does Dracula enter a party like that? No, Dracula enters. He's like, anybody here want to fuck me? <laughs> eats <laughs> everyone. Eats everyone. He just takes people home that he, you know, he's he's owning that party. Yes. You know, and there's no, there's really no difference between those two people. They are two undead creatures of the night with their own skills in their own ways. Like there's no reason for one of them to be in the shadows and one of them to be in the centre of the party. Yes. Is what I'm saying. And a secondary episode that we're, maybe help is the how to stop saying sorry Mm. episode because I think that's a verbal cue that we give all the time that we are and it just reminded me of when you were describing Igor about how in that episode we both very much were like we become Igor when we ask a supermarket person who works there where is the ketchup it's like that's their job I'm so sorry sorry about this it's like it's they are that's they are being paid so, I mean, not enough, and that's part of the problem. And then you literally, like, like, you literally trail behind them, like a little, like, all yeah. hunched over. A like, prawn. Sorry, sorry, sorry. For God's sake. Do you think Dracula is apologising? No. He's eaten them. He's fucked them. He's fucked them. He's eaten them. In that order. And they had a good time. (laughs) Exactly. And of course, some people will be like, well, I've got a lisp. What am I going to... Like, you could... I've got very confident friends with a lisp. It's all about that. It's about, like, how you bring your your energy. You could be the most powerful person on the planet and have a lisp and look exactly like Igor. Yeah, you you could literally physically look like Igor. You could be physically small. You could be physically... Dominic Cummings looks like he's on the run and, like, (laughs) every... Every and picture is taken of him. He's like, yeah. like he looks like he's just but he's just he's ran Dracula down an alleyway. Inside yes. is he not Dracula? Yes. Inside exactly. Always. You just got it. It's all about what's in here. What's in here? Have you decided the intimidation? That's in here. Are you Dracula? That's in here. Are those drugs up your asshole? <laughs> That's in here. Take know? those drugs out your asshole and do Take the drugs. Out. That's <laughs> the quote. Do those drugs? No, don't do them. Just oh, don't sorry. put them up your asshole. Carry them in your pocket for other people to do. Don't moderately. Just be like, don't immediately think. Oh, God. And then, you know. And then pop them up there. Pop them up, 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 up. <laughs> I hope that helps. Especially that bit. Um, helps. Yes, it is often about your own ego and, or lack of it. And, and, and get, get, 
work on that. Grow that ego, mate. Grow, Grow that ego. Come on. You're as deserving of anybody else to be in this room, including Idris Elba. Don't let other people intimidate you. You have much know. more power than you think you do. And there's nothing more... Uh, oh, fuck. I was going to say that good quote that you said ages ago. And I forgot to say, there's it? nothing more powerful... No, there's nothing more something than a woman realising her own power. Or something like that. I can't remember. It was really that good. That sounds nice. Yeah, it was nice, but I've forgotten the, the, the crucial noun. So we'll never, we'll never know what it meant. Um, Please, if you listening and you're like that was great i'd like you to tackle this problem that i have do email us at nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet what's the twitter handle tessa at nobodypanicpod we love your tweets come and find us you can also find me at tessa coates and me at stevie m but it's not an s it's actually the number five um good grief still still going and yeah i mean just have have a week where you notice the people that you are intimidated by and you start to put in place some little things to kind of bring yourself forward, lean into them, like really looking, look inside yourself, you know? Reassess. Reassess. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's, a, it's a slow process. Just one, just slow burn. Little, little bits. And we've got a live podcast, would you believe, at the end of August. Good Lord. Come and see it. It'll be Come so fun. Okay. Bye, everybody. Have a lovely week. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. We have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.